Hello, everyone. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. This is the good, the mad, and the unholy, a Haunted West game. We have such a great cast here, but let's not even talk about them yet. First, I want to plug something. Um, Our very gracious friends at Darker Hue Studios, uh, designer Chris Spivey, has offered to uh, give you all, one of you all in the audience, a core book of Haunted West. How cool is that? Things like 800 pages. It's massive. Um, Definitely considered a lethal weapon. Uh, It'll be shipped straight to you. We will be giving it away on the finale, which will be December 27th. So tune in every week to understand what's going on on the 27th but especially tune in on the 27th so you have a chance to win the book our posse tonight um is a very let's admit it eclectic cast <laughs> uh, we even have our meant. own we have our own quigley down under did you like how uh, steven just laughed there he was like he's like Look how look how funny I look the funny I made. He started laughing so hard at his own <laughs> joke right there. Oh, so good. You're adorable. Uh, well, thank you. I am adorable. Uh yep, we we've got our own Quigley down under. He's basically Tom Selleck. Uh more attractive than Tom Selleck. That's true. And, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I'm a big fan of Tom Selleck too. You know, the mustache. It, it, it I would leave my wife for Tom Selleck. So that's saying something, Chuck. Um, so say hello to our Posse, posse. Hello. Hi. Pretty good. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Is that us? That's Crikey. not the right one. Crikey. That's you. You're the Aussie posse. <laughs> Let's just do Australian. And I'm Stephen, your balladeer. Let's jump right in. What happened last week, y'all? The posse returned to perseverance, suspecting that you had a supernatural stowaway. Um, A few members of the Women's Temperance League uh, soon came under suspicion, uh, especially by Purdy. However, Purdy was held in check by the rest of the posse, specifically Joe and Leo Ben, uh, Leo Ben being the newest member of our posse. There was some downtime. A few days, the posse recovered from their wounds at the Caldwell Ranch. Unfortunately, the small time, uh, time of peace did not last long as Leoben and Vint were awoken from the hotel they were staying in by the sounds of something being hammered into wood in the middle of the night. They investigated and found a corpse staked into the walls of Leoben's wagon. While standing in front of this body, in the middle of the crime scene, a body on his wagon, they were confronted by Joe and Delphine, a member of the town council. Our, the two members of our posse, of course, proclaimed their innocence. Not quite sure if it's true or not, but we'll find hey, out. Rightfully so. We didn't do a thing. Purdy was summoned along with another member of the town council. The posse began their investigation. They investigated the body, uh, discovering that it was actually two different bodies stitched together to appear as one. And even worse, the stomach of the body was filled with live rattlesnakes and an amulet that belonged to Purdy. The posse did their best to clean the crime scene with the town council's permission and try to hide the grisly scene from public view. 
We will be picking up a couple hours later. It's the early morning. You have spent the rest of the night and into the morning cleaning this crime scene, doing your best to keep it a secret. So naturally, the whole town knows. The town uh, atmosphere is very muted. People are scared, frightened. That You hear a lot of whispers in the background. People are keeping their distance from strangers. A lot of them aren't even going to work today. Um, it, it is a business day. It's a Thursday. You all have been charged with finding the murderer in an effort to not only clear Leoben and Vince's name, but also to prevent too much outside law from coming down onto Perseverance. The sooner you can find the murderer, the better. What kind of avenues of investigation would you all like to pursue? You've had some time cleaning this crime scene together. You've been speaking to each other this whole time. Is there any sort of strategy you would like to try and follow through on? Uh, anything specific that you want to uh, follow up on with the actual body in the crime scene? What direction do you want to go? I know that uh, Purdy wanted to speak with the with the doctor. Uh, we wanted to organize some sort of um, uh, what's it called autopsy. See if we can sort out the different body parts, who's who, what's what. That sort of thing. Yes, uh, the body was taken to the doctor uh, after you pulled it down. Eleonora Chestnut. Um, you met with her before. Uh, she was woken up. Uh, it was a little bit later for her than for you all. It was around four in the morning for her by the time she was woken up. And she is starting the autopsy immediately. So in a couple hours, you should be able to have some answers. Right, that's uh, some. Uh, Stephen, can I you Baldur? Sorry, can I use uh tracking? Uh, to I mean, you you had said that the thoroughfare here was kind of too full of footsteps and generally very busy, but um, Joe's gonna look for you know, was the body being dragged to the because the car presumably didn't move. It was where it had been left. So I'm guessing the body was brought to the cart. So I'd like to use tracking to figure out like if I can see what direction it was brought from. Uh, so we already did that last session. So I'll go ahead and remind you thank of you. what the results were. Thank you. Thank uh, the There was only one set of footsteps. There was no marks of a body being dragged. The footsteps uh, were heavily indented into the ground suggesting that it was a uh, taller person uh, and or a man, and they were likely carrying the body as well. The footsteps were spaced a bit further apart than most people would uh, normally. Uh, it was a longer stride, implying that the person was probably taller as well. There were footsteps going to the wagon and going back to the main street. They were both going the same direction. Unfortunately, on the main street, there wasn't much to track. And I also gave it to Vintage uh, Leoben that uh, they should have seen some movement on the street when they first looked out the window here after hearing the banging. They looked out the window, didn't see anything. They came downstairs, went right out in the main street, did not cross paths with this person. That's when they walked around the hotel, 
They saw the body on the wagon. They should have been able to see them, but for some reason they did not. I'd like to be in the general vicinity of the, where we found the body, maybe find an eyewitness. You could so, go door to door asking people things like that. Yeah. It was around two in the morning uh, when the body was staked to the wagon. There really weren't any people on the streets. There aren't any saloons in the immediate vicinity that were open. Um, there is a part of town that uh, stays open a bit later, but that's just a couple blocks away. Uh, you could ask people in the hotel as well, like what they heard, things like that. Yeah, if I can just get anyone nearby that heard the noise, thought to investigate a little bit like us. Yeah. Um, so let's say that you start with, uh, you were saying at the McCulley Brothers boarding house. Um, so you're going to be able to catch Virgil and talk to him a little bit. Um, what kind of personality skill or investigative skill would you like to roll for this? Uh, I'm not going to be too specific on which skill, but just let it represent how you're going about the investigation. Pretty straightforward. Just like if he heard anything at night, if he saw anything else, I do have personality, huh? Uh, What would be the best for that? I'm not too sure. You could use convince to get them to speak to you. You're going to get something by talking to them. Can I but help the better you convince? <laughs> yeah, you can absolutely be working together on this. Um, you could do psychology, um, deduction to represent uh, how you're piecing things together. Uh, logic would work for that same sort of thing. Those are deduction is awareness and logic is knowledge. Okay. My best out of all that would be deduction with only 20. Okay. Uh, Joe, do you have deduction as well? I am looking. Uh, I do. I do. Okay. So since you're both trained in it, um, you can uh, get a plus 20% for Joe. Nice. Sounds good. But 34, so that's enough. Nice. So it's early morning. Virgil's going around. There's a few people that uh, the boarding house has rooms on the second level and it's a cafe restaurant on the lower level. And Virgil's going around. There's a couple customers here for coffee. Uh, no one's really ready for breakfast yet. It, it's not quite that time of day. And it's very muted anyways. You can tell that he is kind of just standing around. Every time you've seen Virgil, he's always on his feet. He's always moving, always serving someone. Business is a little slow today. You, you have plenty of time to speak to him. The first thing he tells you is that he didn't hear any banging. He did have some terrible dreams, though. Dreams that he was just being ripped apart and shredded. And then he saw his brother being ripped apart and shredded as well. And then they were stitched back together, but as one, he doesn't know what it means. Uh, He's not too concerned about it. You can tell he's tired. He didn't sleep well, but it's a dream. He's moving on. I'm going to pick him on his dream a bit. See if he can remember anything else. 
Ah, what else? What else? You, you know, when you wake up, your your dream goes away. This one stayed with me a little longer, but I don't remember much else. Um, oh, wait. There was a bell. There was a bell in the background. I don't know. You don't hear many bells around here. There's no church tower or anything. So I, I don't know why I would be thinking about a bell. We do have a bell you can pull for the service. We're... If you're in the room, you pull the bell and it goes down to the kitchen. But the bell I heard was like a deep bell, like a, a large bell, not just the little ding ding that we have. Interesting. Would I know of any bells that happen in town? None like he's describing. Okay. No, like I said, the, the church, uh, the closest one is where Purdy's been staying. They don't really have a church tower with bells or anything like that. Uh, while we're uh, talking, uh, Joe's looking around. Is there anyone here that's like particularly tall? <laughs> uh, yeah, give me some sort of awareness skill, probably observation. Like I said, business is slow right now. Yeah. So there aren't too many people in here. But there's a couple passing by on the street that you can be watching while you're talking as well. Mm -mm. I don't have anything in observation. This is going to go really well. (laughs) Okay. Oh, that's a 91. We do have audience dice as well, remember, y'all. We have a lot of 91 over 13. (laughs) 11 audience. 91. Oh, okay. Audience dice can't get you that far. <laughs> uh, remember, you can use up to two audience dice on a roll, and they just count as jacks, an extra 10%. Uh, yeah, there's a, a man who seems fairly tall, but you don't know. He doesn't seem abnormally tall or anything like that. Uh, otherwise, everyone seems about about natural. That was useful. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go up to the uh, the averagely tall guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he's a uh, reading a morning paper, and he's just got a cup of coffee and no food or anything. He uh, is trying to read, and as you walk up next to him, he he just kind of gives you a little, and then tries to go back to his paper. You hear any banging last night? <laughs> Jeff. Excuse me? <laughs> what I do in my private list, in my private home, is none of your business. Sir? Sir? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Vint? <laughs> I think I fucked this up. <laughs> I mean... If he was the one with the banging last night, it was him not putting it out there. Joe looks very embarrassed as soon as she says the words, and and, and after he replies, uh, okay, "Okay, yes, thank you for your time, sir." <laughs> All right, so Joe and Vint have been in the cafe talking with Virgil. What have Leo and Purdy been doing? 
coming up with an escape plan. You know, going gets rough and smart man gets going. Uh, just a reminder, Ignatius said if you leave town, he would have to send a posse after you. Yeah, that's what he said. Say what he meant, though. I looked into his eyes. He'll just probably send us and we'll let you go. It's fine. Yeah, see? Anyway, I've got no idea. I mean, I do a lot of things. And murder, not one of them. Well... I did want to maybe uh, check in with Ignatius and some other folks, see if there's anyone missing from town, anyone hasn't come home recently, that kind of thing. See if we can figure out who these bodies are. Yeah, I'll tag along. So, uh, okay, Ignatius, I imagine, I mean, he's the closest thing to law in here, right? Yeah, he is. Um... How do you want, you just want to ask Ignatius if he knows of anyone missing? Yeah, I mean, we can start that way. You know, has anyone uh, kind of reported anyone uh, going astray? Uh, anyone uh, kind of come to you with problems, kind of like we, we had with that homestead a few weeks back? Anything like that going on? Okay, um, we can say that this happened while you were cleaning the crime scene because he was helping you. Okay. Uh, so this doesn't have to be the same time as Joe and Vent. For the most part, he can't think of anything that stands out. There weren't any strange events like, like we said, the woman coming in covered in blood. That was a big deal. That was the last big deal like that. There's 1,500 people in this town. A few people coming and going aren't really going to be noticed. The regulars that he deals with on a daily basis, town council, things like that, they're all accounted for. What he would suggest looking for is looking into the fringes of the town, like the the seedier underbellies, places like that. Uh, that's where you'll be able to find the people that are unreliable that would go missing. Okay. Well, uh, without being reported. I mean. Sure. Um, would he be able to kind of point us to like a particular, um, a Absolutely. Particular establishment yeah. or section of town, that kind of thing. The Northeast side of town, uh, is like the, what I was talking about earlier where they tend to stay out later. Sure. Uh, it, it goes closer to all hours. The two focal points of that side of town are the Can Can Restaurant, which is a Chinese restaurant, but it's everyone knows that it's an opium den. It's just a a, a secret everyone knows. Mm-hmm. The other place is uh, the Diamondback Saloon. And that is known as a gambling den, but they also have a bare knuckle boxing ring. That's a place that uh, John, our other posse member, frequents quite often. Well, uh, Leo, and I don't know if it's just uh, whoever this killer was got a metaphorical streak, but 
There were a bunch of rattlers up inside the belly, and we got ourselves a Diamondback Saloon. Maybe that's a good place to start asking questions. Hey, let's, uh, let's head on over. So, Would you two be doing that while Vint and Joe are asking around in the cafe? Mm-hmm. Or would you be waiting for them to go as a group? How seedy we talking? You might have a pickpocket, but it's not like you're going to be murdered. Okay. Well, all right with that. We can handle it. Uh, we can handle it, yeah. yeah. Who's going to pickpocket a man of the cloth? Oh, That's on. right. No one. No one. Hey, I'm pretty sure I know most of them by first name. So, uh, yeah. It's fine. Especially since I ain't got anything in the pockets. So, look at that. I ain't got no pockets, okay. really. Yeah. Uh, so, you two are going to start heading to that side of town. Are you even telling Joe and Vint that you're leaving? Uh, I would tell Joe. Yes. I would tell Joe, I think. Yeah. You're all in the same vicinity. Like, you guys were working together to clean up this crime scene. You guys finish a little bit. The corral's nearby. Uh, but this crime scene was literally right behind the cafe boarding house, the the hotel that uh, Leoben and Vint were staying in. So it's not like they were out of the way. You just have to duck in and tell them. If there's no particular reason to not have Joe along, uh, I think she'll, she'll go with You too, Vint? Mm, the Diamondback Saluna. Yeah. I'll group up for now. Yeah, I might be able to see if John's there. Maybe he's got some information. What's going on? Not trying to talk you guys out of this. I do want to remind you that the sooner you solve this investigation, the better. So splitting up is not necessarily a bad idea. But it's okay if you all four go to the same place. Okay. Uh, time out for a second. Uh, chat, uh, you're fucking really generous. <laughs> yeah, it's really going Thank off, you isn't it? So incredibly much. Uh, all this anonymous gifting and uh, also uh, non fair drift. Thank you so much for those bits. Told to Twitch throw out a bunch of bits as well, uh, which helps us out. I can say us because I am a player now. Uh, so that's great. Uh, <laughs> but thank you. Thank you so much. Y'all are just so very, very nice. And uh, yeah, that's all I can really say. Uh, that's awesome. Just means a lot. It really does. Thank you. Uh, Jeff, are you still keeping track of our uh, posse dice for us? Yeah. So just a quick clarification, if we can get one from Too Old to Twitch in Fair Drift. Uh, they both throw out a bunch of bits. Were you throwing out complications or are you throwing just... just... Oh, we've got complications galore. <laughs> okay. Just want to make sure. Because I'm, I'm, we're at at least 20 right now, possibly a little more. Oh, wow. Thank you, y'all. That's amazing. We're going to live forever. Who never gets How many complications do I have? The Lord is with us. Uh, I would say two. We can, it seems about right. Uh, if, assuming, okay. assuming that's what two, right. Fair Drift and Told Twitch wanted. Did I mention how seedy this part of town is? Like you could just straight up be shaved in the back without even realizing it. A man mm-hmm. of the cloth? They wouldn't shiv me in the back. Come on. We can. This I is don't the even have town a you've ever been to. Okay. So guys, all right. They just don't have uh, any, don't any like street lights or something. No oil over here. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be going as a group. Then is that what we've decided? Yeah, that works. Yeah. For okay. Um, you're going early in the morning, so this will actually be the quietest part of the time of day for this part of town. Which honestly isn't a bad thing if you're asking around. Uh, 
trying to get people for questions. Going to the Diamondback Saloon. So I have the peculiarity uh, that's partner in every saloon. So I have a 10% chance that I'll know somebody when I enter a new saloon. Go ahead and roll it. I rolled a nine. So yeah, there's someone in here. Um, I have to roll a D6, and depending on the number, is the type of person they are. Or the one, they're friendly. Uh, okay. One second. So this whole morning, why well, he's taking care of that? This whole morning, I've been hanging out with Leob and Newfella. While Joe and Vint, and I've been storytelling. I've been telling you all sorts of things, Leo, because Leo doesn't really know me too much. I tell him about my time in Appalachia. I tell him about all my my various kin, the Purdy clan. I tell him about my travels across the uh, the, the the great uh, the Great West, the South, everything this way and that. I tell him about demons. I tell him about the darkness. I tell him about the devil. I tell him about how when I was a young boy, and I just keep kind of going on and on. So what I'm actually tapping into is my storytelling ability. So I can roll a arts test uh, to see if I can give you some temporary grit points is basically what I'm nice. doing. Nice. So, and I will go ahead and burn some of those points that we have uh, from our generous audience uh, to make this effectively easy as hell. Uh, it's a 38 under 80. Uh, so that's going to be, I can do math, uh, four, I think, uh, four jacks. So for storytelling, uh, okay. Uh, you can take a temporary grit point and I will give myself some personal jacks. So basically grit is like that. Uh, it's not, it's like that thing you can use to get like extra actions and stuff like that in combat. So you can use that before you use your, your, your personal grip. Cool. All right. The four of you are making your way to the diamondback saloon. Vint has a partner in every saloon, which I absolutely love. Uh, before you even get in the saloon, uh, this part of town, it, I say it's the seedy part of town, but it's still the the dusty uh, dirt roads, the wooden boardwalk, uh, the buildings and houses are uh, the wood panels that are all relatively new. This is not an old town. This part of town does have the occasional tent on an empty lot. Uh, some people sell out of those. Some people live in the tents. But for the most part, it's well built up on this side of town. You can tell that you're getting to the Diamondback Saloon because you see a few people sleeping outside of the saloon, uh, sleeping off after uh, what probably was a fun night. There's one man who's a very large man. He's probably about six foot six, seems pretty heavy, borderline fat, but more stocky. He's sleeping on the boardwalk and on the road. He, he's like on the, the angle there, uh, bent over. As you're uh, walking across, the, the soft sound of your spurs are going. Uh, he starts to stir. He just slowly pushes himself up. Waking up. Oh, God. 
looks over at Vint, does a little double take, rubs his eyes. Vint, is that you? Is it? Yeah, it's me, Vint. This? Yes, you would recognize him as uh, Bert Bull Bullock. Everyone calls him Bull. He's, uh, you could say that he's in the same line of work as you. He's a driver, but to say that he works would be a stretch. He's the very last guy that's ever hired to push a wagon because you just can't count on him being sober. Uh, you've worked with him once or twice. You're friendly with him, but he's always going to let you down and either make you do all the work or mess something up because he's drinking. Big Bert. Good to see you. Uh, oh, Vin. How long you been in town? I, I, I thought your route didn't stop in Perseverance. Yeah, just came back. It's been a couple of days now. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I was gonna get back on the route, but uh, you know, something came up. It was a, it was a family, family emergency. Whew. See, you've been, you've been enjoying yourself all night? Oh. Well, uh, all night, generous. I think I passed out a couple hours ago. What are you doing over here? You, you want a drink? Let I'll me buy you a drink. Come on, let's go in. I'll take one. It's a bit early, but... He uh, staggers up and uh, just puts a a big burly arm around you and basically just leans on you as he staggers in. Like I said, he's a big guy. So he kind of just knocks you off balance a little bit before you catch yourself. You help bring him in. Uh, The saloon is very empty at this point. There's a, a couple people still drinking. Most of them look dour, angry, wanting to keep to themselves. There's a one or two people that are slumped against a wall or in a chair that look like they've been asleep for a while. Uh, the barkeep is a uh, man. If you guys have uh, been in town for a while, there's a good chance you would know him. Uh, Rufus Barnes. Uh, he is a uh, short portly man. Uh, he's constantly eating something despite always being behind the bar he's always got some food out that he's just snacking on right now he's got a piece of jerky that he's just chewing on uh it looks pretty slow he looks up and sees bull coming in bull i thought you left hours ago you ain't gonna cause more trouble are you bull just There uh, is a main room uh, full of tables, chairs, and then a bar. And then there's a back room that everyone knows has the boxing ring. Uh, it We we say ring. It, it's really just a, a chalk scraped onto a wooden floor of a big circle. And then everyone stands around it. And if a boxer starts falling out, people push him back in. Uh, there's also an upstairs with uh, rooms for rent by the hour. What do you guys want to do? 
while while Vint was uh, talking to Paul outside, um, <laughs> Joe Joe sees a wanted poster that's put up and uh, just pulls it down and just like crumples it and sticks in her box. No no idea if it's if it's her or someone that maybe looks like her, but she's not gonna take this chance <laughs> and just gets her. To Are you it. trying to do it stealthily? Nope. Just quickly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rufus will uh, see you just outside, you know, the, the swinging doors. He'll he'll see you pull the poster down. He's like, oh, did I not get all those? I, I, I try to pull them down as soon as they get up. Oh, thanks, Rufus. Uh, sorry I haven't been around. They've been uh, working on my gaze. No, no worries. No worries. You, you all want drinks? Uh, I don't know if Padre is drinking it these days, but I think the rest of us do. Uh, it's, a, it's a little early for me, uh, if you, but if you got some sarsaparilla, I mean, I can wet a whistle, I suppose. It might be a little early, but you know what they say. Can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they do say that. That's right. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll see if I got sarsaparilla. You said, yeah. uh, whiskey, beers. What's it going to be for the rest of you? Bull says whiskey, and my good buddy Vint is buying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whiskey, then. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll Foster's if you got it. <laughs> A what? Foster's. It's uh, it's Australian for beer. For beer. <laughs> yeah, I got beer. I'll get you a beer. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> he does not get you a Foster's, but he does put beer uh, in front of you. Uh, whiskey, whiskey. And he manages to find a sarsaparilla. Uh, Bull sits down. He immediately takes a swig and begins to like lean back, falling out of his chair. Vent, you're right next to him. So if you want, you can try to like kind of guide him back in or you can let him fall whatever you want. Yeah, help him. He's been nice so far. All right. Narrative success. Give me like a dodge or an athletics or an acrobatics or something like that. I'll do athletics. 1743. All right. So it was a narrative success. So you already succeeded, but you're succeeding handily. You you spot it happening beforehand. Uh, and you see that the stool is starting to tip as well. Uh, you slam your foot down on the stool as you grab it. Sh- uh, shoulder you push him forward it's a big guy so it takes a lot of a lot of leverage uh but he does do it and he kind of turns at you like we got a problem i thought we were friends oh just keeping you up right man he, he just kind of pushes away from the the uh bar kicks the stool out from behind him i thought i thought we were friends and you're going to start shoving me around now? Whoa, Bull, no trouble here, man. It, just having to drink my old pal. Yeah, I, th- I thought we were pals. What? Jeez, I'm going to go sit over here. And he starts walking away. And he trips on the spittoon. Falls behind Joe. The spittoon was very full it has not been emptied yet 
liquid pours out <laughs> and you hear a rattle from it the echoes spittoon. in the spittoon oh, and uh, then it starts go ahead with the uh quickness of uh a kangaroo, a really boy, as they called down under. I leap up onto the table. Onto the table. I thought you were going to do something helpful, but you're just helping yourself. Okay, that makes sense. That tracks. It, helpful. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> definitions and yes. whatnot. Leoben flies onto the table, <laughs> uh, both legs jumping up and landing at the same time. Uh, as a rattlesnake begins to slither out of the spittoon, uh, Vint, Joe, uh, you're very close to it. Purdy, you can decide how close you want to be to it. Right next to it if I can. You can. Okay. Uh, what are you all doing? Is it, it, it's coiled up, shaking its tail. No one move. Everyone stay calm. Breathe. Hey, little fella. We mean you no harm. Some terrible, cruel jokester traps you inside that awful filth. Is anyone near the door? Uh, not extremely near. No, you could definitely make a beeline through it. I just want to try to, like, you know, I, I don't want to hurt. I, 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 Purdy's whole thing is he doesn't want to hurt snakes, right? So he's like, he's like, we are friends here. Alarm. And I just want to stare it in the eyes. I just want to stare it in the eyes for a really long time. Give me the check. What would you like this time? It was whatever you want. Whatever you want. No, it, it's fine. Dude, we I talked have about theology I have for you. It's thirty thousand bits I could play with. So, like, <laughs> just tell me what the, you just tell me the role. Uh, let's do theology. Okay, sure. Yeah, save those bits. I'm gonna need them to re-roll because I've been burning right. like shit. <laughs> I'll burn two uh, of my personal that I have. Forty-eight under ninety. Uh, under ninety-nine. Did you roll? What's that? A check already today? Yeah, I did. You did? Oh, I, I that's did, how you uh, did. I okay. did my storytelling for Leoben. Ah, uh, yeah, that was it. That was it. My bad. Uh, so right. forty-eight under ninety-nine. So I I max out my bits. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. 99, is that all? I my I have a strategy with this game. Only ever it's roll what you're good at. <laughs> Only ever roll what you're good at early. Stack the bits and then later you can start rolling some other things. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh so you are staring at it. And you you have the the hand up, you know, Steve Irwin style, and something compels you to feel like you can just reach for the tail. You feel very safe. You you go for it and it's rattling and it's eye to eye with you. Like it has it, just as you're staring at it, it's staring contently back at you. You you grab the end of the tail and start to stretch it. And as it does, slowly, inch by inch, as you start pulling, the snake reveals itself to not be a snake it, it's a rag you're pulling up just a, a rag soaked in tobacco spit 
by the corner and inch by inch this rattlesnake begins to disappear and just turn into a long rag is this happening like for all of us everyone can see this yes that's um uh, a lot of things i've seen that i right. there's a too many strange situations happening here you all saw that yes yeah it was a snake yes what yeah, was on the ground he's like i saw it too that was crazy line and perseverance between between living and the supernatural is growing thinner if everyone's seen and then and then the bodies and then and the belly and then and he just starts mumbling kind of off to himself like he's doing calculations in his head trying to figure out like like numerology and kind of starting to go through his own personal scriptures and things not the not the ones that you all know um something there's a presence here something is something here is playing games with us i fear yeah games are they warning us no no Trying to help us? No, 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 no. And he just kind of, and he just starts to go into like an old man uh, kind of ramble at that point. What are the rest of you doing as this happened unfolded in front of your eyes? Uh, one of the things that we had uh, reskinned before because it, it didn't make sense as written for Perseverance was my gunfight, especially, which is that you can spot corrupt law enforcement after watching them for a few moments. But uh, given that Perseverance doesn't really have law enforcement, uh, right, we right. had reflavored in the intemperance moments we to be like, who doesn't really fit in here? Yeah, I'm wondering yeah. if I can use that same skill to like give a, give a look around like the saloon the I'm back and see if there's anyone here who looks like maybe they shouldn't be here. Is this something you can use as many times as you want? Uh, it says it's under my notes and description expertise in sundries. Uh, and I'm not sure what like, let me look it up in the book. Uh, it, it's fine. Uh, if it doesn't have a, a daily count on here we'll say you can use it as much as you want the reason i'm asking is because i want to be fair to you like i said there aren't many people in the saloon at this moment uh with the the four of you there's probably 10 people in here so you can use this ability but it's not going to be as useful as if it was a full crowd um sure does it require a role no, it doesn't require a role and it doesn't have anything listed for uh like usage parameters or anything. Uh, so uh, I'll look it up in, in the meanwhile. So don't worry about it. It's not, not no, good. no, it's fine. Uh, so you're looking around, uh, scanning to see if anyone seems out of place. You actually do feel like you, you see someone that is out of place. Um, I mentioned that there were a couple of people that looked like they were sleeping slumped over a table. There's one person, as you're watching and scanning a little bit more, you realize that he's not actually sleeping, 
but he has his hands like this. He's got a empty bottle next to him uh, and a shot glass. And you can tell he's softly sobbing to himself. Looking at his clothes, he doesn't seem like city folk. He, he's wearing very dirty work clothes like you would expect a, a poor farmer to be wearing. It, it definitely strikes you as out of place that he would still be here. Uh, you know, all the farmers in the area, they don't tend to stay in town. They uh, can't normally afford an entire bottle, let alone afford to stay out the entire night. Uh, I'm going to nudge Levin. And uh, I'm I'm not so good with with talking to people. Do you do you want to maybe talk to this guy and? Uh, yeah, I'll go give him a chat. I'll stroll up to him. I might. You look uh, sadder than a uh, wallaby in the meat factory. What the? Uh, how am I supposed to play someone sad when you <laughs> introduce yourself like that? What? Uh, I can't help but be happy. Uh, what's shaking right. your snake here? I mean, what's going on? He. Don't think about it, Jeff. I'm just making words. <laughs> he, he, oh, God. Uh, he, he looks up and he, uh, you see that he's got a, a flatter face, uh, very sunken eyes, lots and lots of wrinkles. He doesn't look extremely old, uh, maybe mid thirties, but he looks older because of the the wrinkles. Like he spent a lot of time in the sun. You can tell that he he's got the blurry eyes. He he had soft tears running. <sighs> who who are you? What? Oh my, Leoben, listen, I uh, proprietor of sorts. I sell a lot of things that can help out a lot of people. And, uh, you know, I noticed that you are a man that looks like he could use uh, some help. If nothing else, at least uh, someone willing to listen. Nice conversation. I can hear your problems. That's about all I can use from you. I, I ain't buying your bottle. I'll tell you what. I got something else. Might just uh, do the cut for you. Might help you out a little bit. Take the edge off. It'll definitely be a lot better than drowning your sorrows in uh, that. Here, let me uh, just rummage around in my sack here. And, uh, As you're rummaging, go ahead and rummage around your skill list. Uh, do you want a convince, an expression, or a deception based on your uh, strategy here? Expression. Convince? What was the other one? Expression? Deception would be if you're trying to sell him something that literally will not help him. Oh, no. I'm going to give uh, him something that will help him. Could I use ingratiate? Yeah, we can do ingratiate. Sure. I got to get my dice out and everything. <laughs> no one ever told me there'd be rolling. 45 minutes in, you haven't rolled. I'm sorry. It's all right. All right, ingratiate. I had to go for uh, 59, got a 37. And it's one of them skills I got. It's got one of the uh, extra jacks or whatever that means. Yeah, yeah. So you get a bonus jack when you use that. So you got a 37, you needed a 50 what? Nine. It's uh, 
21 less if my uh, Australian yep. man. So that would be two jacks for the 21 plus a third because of your bonus jack. So go ahead that, and bank those three jacks. Three jacks? Three it's jack the Jeff style of play. You start getting the jacks early. Mm-hmm. Did anyone notice his Australian <laughs> math was wrong? No. Was it? it was off by one. I, oh, that's I really close for me. You were super close, though. I was like, oh, I don't know if super that's right. close. <laughs> I'm like, it was uh, it's a 22. That's right. There you go. I had to convert it to American, y'all. And metric, a little bit different. Absolutely. Yeah. Conversion uh, uh, rates are a bitch. Me, it's, it's a yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, pull out a uh, pull out a bottle of uh, opium. All right. <laughs> I think it's uh, laudanum or whatever it's listed as. Laudanum. He, yeah, laudanum. Yeah. He he does start to warm up with you. Uh now that he he's looking up a little bit, he at first you could tell he was like irritated that you interrupted him. But he sees that you have something that he might be interested in. He kind of Yeah, I could I could go for some laudanum. I see uh have anything I, left in his bottle. Like maybe a shot. Oh, that's perfect. Pour the laudanum in. Give it a swirly swirl. Down the hatch. He reaches in his pocket and pulls out a half dollar and two pennies. Nah, listen. It's on me. I see a man in need. I want to help. Thank uh, you. Heart of gold. It's It's been rough lately. Thank you. Yeah. Take it down. You can feel fantastic. So uh what is it that's uh got your knickers and a twist here? Stephen locked up. My Australian broken. Uh, yeah. I mean Oh, there he is. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Am I back? Yeah. You're back. Yeah. All right. Hey. Internet connection is unstable. That's fine. Sorry, y'all. Uh, you asked him what was wrong. Yeah, that's the last. Yeah. Well, I I really I don't know you that well, but I suppose it would be nice to talk. Absolutely. My favorite cow died yesterday. Holy shit, butter. Hey, well, what happened Butter, to the whole thing? That was her name. Oh, God. My, I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, it's uh, my bad. I stumbled right her into name that. Is Buttercup. Oh, no, God. It's like an emu hole. They all over the place. Walk right in. Here I am. What happened to Paul Buttercup? She was bit by a rattlesnake. Son of a biscuit eater. They've been all over. So much trouble here recently. She was my only friend. Well, um, we're going to keep that as was, but uh, not any longer. You can consider yourself good pals, chums, fun time boys with uh, none other Leo and Conroy. <laughs> you two are getting chummy. Uh, he continues drinking the laudanum. He's definitely starting to get a little dazed. Uh, let's cut back to Vint. Uh, Bull, uh, fell over after giving you a little soft shove. 
knock that over. He saw the same thing as you all. He just brushes himself off, pulls himself up the bar. And I'm sorry. I don't know why. I, I've been getting angry lately. Something bothering you? No. It's just everything, you know, it just gets under my skin. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Nothing another drink can't solve, right? Uh, you got this one, right? I thought you were buying. Uh, you know what? I I left my money uh, in my other pants. Um, so I, I'm just going to go out. Go ahead and order the next drink, and I'll just be right back in to pay for it. No, I'm afraid I can't do that. Just better enjoy your last one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And he starts to stagger towards the door. I will get in his way. Eh. How tall are you, Joe? Uh, I am not that tall. <laughs> oh, no, I, it doesn't say it. So, like, Five eight. Yeah, whatever you decide is fine. Five um, eight. <laughs> he's very inebriated, but he's still a very large man, like six six. Uh, you know, three hundred some pounds. <sighs> What's the problem here? My friend said he wasn't paying for a drink. No, no, I'm just I'm getting my money from my other pants. No, I don't think you are. What money do you have in these pants? He pulls out his pockets. They're empty. <laughs> Look over his shoulder or around him. To be like, hey. Let him have this one. But he owes uh, me. Step out of the way. Vint, it's probably not the first drink he owes you either. For sure. He staggers past you, Joe. He does glower at you. Like he, he, you saw a little flash of anger. Like he, he <laughs> thought about, thought about starting something, but you, you stepped out of the way and he, he uh, staggers out of the saloon. Purdy, what are you doing uh, after this transition with the, the rag and you're seeing Leoben go over and you, you saw everything with Bull? Yeah. So, I guess I would have been eyeing bull pretty, pretty, you know, carefully looking for looking for any signs of like, uh, does he look like he's been beat up? You know, so he's been kind of in some sort of, um, cause he's in a state. He seems agitated. Does it look like he's had a, a rough go of things of late physically? Yeah. Is- I would want an observation for that. If you're looking for any sort of physical signs like that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I will. Okay. It's a 65 under 70. That's barely a pass, but a pass. You don't see too much at first, uh, but as he's leaving, you see he's not wearing a coat or anything. He's just got a white shirt, and this is the first time you've seen this angle of him. Uh, He's got some scratches Mm-hmm. Uh, like the the sleeve on his arm is torn, mm-hmm. 
and you see that there are just scratches looks like just repetitive itching like some sort of rash maybe mm-hmm. just like lots and lots of lines from where he was itching maybe in his sleep maybe while he was drunk uh you can't quite tell can but I, yeah there's definitely some can i call to him before like the door closes before he fully leaves oh yeah absolutely i uh i mr uh mr bull there there ain't no reason to go uh you know what the good lord is gonna gonna cover your drink this morning it's gonna cover your drink and how about a bit of breakfast that sound good for you it's on me and on narrative success but i do want some sort of personality skill uh okay um i mean normally it's, you're already gonna succeed yeah normally it's uh expression i lean on but that doesn't really make sense in this situation so i would say just convince probably makes the most sense or Perfect. ingratiate maybe there's they're the same both of them would be good, yeah. So with, with narrative successes, is there like, like you're saying I'm already going to succeed on it. Is there a benefit to me burning some jacks to try to actually succeed? I would say in some cases there is. In this way, I just want to see how he's going to respond to you. Someone's offering him free drink, uh, free food. He's going to take it. Yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to gauge like the spirit he's going to take it. The, the better you roll, the happier he'll okay. be, the more open he'll be, that kind of thing. I'll burn a I'll burn a couple just so I have a halfway decent shot. So, all right, and I need a 30, 34 on this. I rolled a 12. That was so close. Holy 12. shit, I forgot. 11s are bad. Uh, that was really close. <laughs> yeah, 11s are jokers. Uh, so you say the Lord's got this one. He lights up. Well, praise the Lord. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Come on, come on, come on in. He comes on over. Uh, Rufus from the other side of the bar says, we're not quite serving breakfast. We don't get much of a breakfast crowd. Anything. You uh, got. I got anything you got. Yeah. I got more jerky in the back. Oh, that's perfect. That's he he perfect. goes back and I'll, you know, I'll get out a couple coins. I got some money. I don't really spend it. And while, while that's happening, yeah. while the drinks and food, Purdy's going to just go ahead and he's going to kind of pull out his, uh, his, his old book. Now, if you don't mind while you're eating, seems as though you've had a, a rough go with things lately. Uh, this here, and I'll just kind of hold it kind of fairly close to him. Like this right here is a, is a very special Bible of mine. I've had it since I was just a young boy. I've had it since, uh, well, I had a mentor, a father figure you might want to call me, gifted this to me. And uh, over the years, I've kept it and made special notes and such, favorite passages and things. And now when I see a fella in a state kind of like yours right now, struggling a bit and everything like that, well, I think it's now as good a time as any. Uh, maybe I should share with you, if you don't mind, uh, while you're eating. I, I didn't know you were going to be all preachy about this. Like, nope. can we just can we just drink together, guys? Well, let's have a good time. You, know, you just don't want to. You don't want to. Uh, okay. You know what? And I'm just like I'm a kind of like gesturing with the Bible a bit. Yep. In yep. I, I I'm picking up what you're putting down. You're not seeing any sort of like real revulsion, okay, or anything like that. Um, he's definitely annoyed, but it it seems to be a little bit more passive. Okay. Oh, you know what? That's you're you're absolutely right. That's wrong with me. That's wrong. I'll go ahead and just put this away. We'll just eat ourselves some jerky, drink ourselves some drinks, and have a nice morning. How about that? You seem yeah, a, yeah. You seem a little bit riled up though. Is is it just me, or is there something else uh, bothering you? No, I mean I. 
I I go to church every now and then. Like I, I was there just yesterday on Sunday. Yeah. And that would throw off to you oh, because uh, <laughs> there we go. Joe's got yeah. it. <laughs> uh you've been a, been asleep for a couple of days since it's Thursday. No, 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 no. You know, I got my church in done. I, I can be a good Christian. And the Lord provides. And he takes another swig of his beer. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. What? What were we asking? I'm going to motion and see if I can just buy the bottle. I have plenty of money saved up. Like, Yeah, absolutely. And I'll just buy the bottle. I'm like, you're right. The Lord does provide. And I'll, I'll just pour a drink down and stuff. What, uh, what do you remember from uh, uh, from Father uh, Father Delbert's sermon? Anything at all? Any words of wisdom? A lot of like fire and brimstone. And every time he tells me that I need to stop drinking, I don't, yeah. I don't know what's his problem. Well, I think what he's interested in is the fact that you said you went there yesterday and, well, he gave that sermon four or five days ago. What? What? What, what do you mean four or five days ago? I was just... What have you been Ooh. doing the past couple of days there? I don't know. I must have been on a bender. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, hey, Rufus. Yeah. Well, how can I help? You, you see, want another bottle? Uh, no, we're not. We still still got a ways to go on this one. You seen bull around here past couple of days? Ah. Uh... Let's see. No, no. I, uh, he came in this morning, let's say, uh, I think it was around midnight or so, uh, maybe one o'clock this morning. Uh, he, pretty late for him. I, I normally see him a lot, but sometimes he d- gets a job driving somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Not that often, let's be honest. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. You uh, like to go to the can can? You maybe lose a couple days. Smoking opium. Rufus, hey, don't be don't be advertising other businesses around here. We've got plenty of beer for everyone. No one needs to go over to the can can. I, I got he brings out the jerky that uh Purdy asked for. I got plenty of jerky here and we serve lunch. You, you don't need to go over there. Bull, on the other hand, answers your question. Nah, nah, I don't mess with opium much. It's too expensive. Hmm. Hey, uh, how'd you get them scars there? What, what, what all happened there? You want me to take a look at it? I ain't just a preacher. I, I do a little of the medicine if you want me to touch that up for you. Oh, this is my good shirt. How'd it rip? I, I don't know what happened. You want me to take a look at those real fast? You don't want to get infection or nothing. They might need to cut the arm off if the infection starts to spread, you know? Yeah, so gonna go lean over to, to Vint while he's looking. Um, bull, usually, bull usually lose a couple days like this. No, oh, you know him, gets a job here and there, drinks away his days. Could be confused. That was a success, Jeff. Uh, 41 under 80. I spent some of my personal jacks. Yeah, looking at it, uh. Looking close, it it lines up with like a hand, his own hand. It's the right angle. Like mm-hmm. there's a bit of a curve to the scratches. Uh, the shirt ripping, you can't really tell like what caused that. Mm-hmm. But the scratches definitely line up like he just kept scratching over and over like a repetitive thing. Uh, 
Joe, it, it does make you think that, or Joe, if you were looking, uh, it goes along with that idea of the opium den, you know, like he could have been high and doing it without thinking. Maybe he does, uh, smoke without admitting it. But as far as you can tell, Purdy, it, it definitely lines up with him doing it himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'll touch it up. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on him as he makes sure he's eating some and everything. Now, make sure you get some food and you don't want all that all that booze going down in there without anything to soak it up, you know. Yes, sir, preacher man. Mm-hmm. He's eating all right. He's sticking to the whiskey, the bottle that you bought. Uh, the jerky's there. He's not really eating much, but you know he's already drunk. Yeah. I'll say here's. Oh, Jerry, can I? Uh, can I have a word? Uh, yeah, sure, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one second. Go ahead and go ahead and have another drink there. Uh, I think. I mean, those are scratches he did himself. Yeah, it looks like something like that, possibly. Yeah, I ain't gonna. I, I'm gonna go across and. I'll just get the end can if he's been there. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Uh, uh Lieben. <laughs> hey, I, You're good at talking to people. <laughs> right, he's accurate. <laughs> yeah, Lieben, you've been talking with uh, Melvin, uh, your new good buddy, about Buttercup for uh, a while now. He's very distraught. Is anything shadier than just Buttercup? to him anything shadier yeah uh give me a psychology or an observation something along those lines you will get uh observation come on man all right uh i needed 52 or less i got 88. What's the Australian yeah. math on that? <laughs> the what? down under math. Wait, don't we have uh, audience, audience? Like 22 audience. 36. Like, yeah. 26. 20. No, I don't know. <laughs> 36. 20 something. 36. But it's a, it is a failure. Um, 88 too. Technically a critical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, you know. It happens. Leobin, do you remember when you were looking at the footprints uh, yeah. last session and you were wondering like if, if they lined up with your stride, oh, mine. lined up yeah. with your weight? You're kind of going through a similar thought process for some reason. As Melvin's telling his story of how he came out and he, he found Buttercup, he, he's very distraught. You're remembering all the snakes that were let loose from your wagon. You remember driving a wagon, sometimes scaring away snakes. You can't help but feel like maybe you killed his cow somehow inadvertently. Like maybe you just pushed the snakes towards him somehow. It's just, you feel a connection to him and it's not a connection of camaraderie, but it's almost like, hmm, maybe I should like the feeling when you sell someone some, some snake oil and you're like, I should go now. It's that kind of guilt. Yeah, it's going to back away slowly. Guilt, you won't catch me today. Literally running from your guilt. 
All right. Hey, All right. I'll make my way over to talk to whoever they uh, want me to talk to. All right. So Joe and Leobin want to head over to the can-can. Uh, are you, are Vint- you okay? You, you, uh, you look pale. <laughs> Good. Trying to figure out if I was uh, operating any wagons besides my own here recently. Let's avoid cows just for a little while. Just be safe. Okay, we yeah. can avoid cows. All we're, right. we're going to an opium den now, though. Are you? Oh, <laughs> you should have led with that. Let's go. So I head off with a skip. Keep up. <laughs> Fall behind, left behind. That's Australian code right there. <laughs> that doesn't sound right, but I don't know enough to argue. <laughs> Vint and Purdy, uh, how long are you guys planning on staying here at the Diamondback? Are you planning on talking to more people? Do you want to go with to the Can-Can? If there's no more information here and Bowl seems pretty much out of it i think we'll i was interested in actually like finding a butcher if that's yeah absolutely i think like that exists yeah um the butcher is actually mabel lewins um you as a driver you've probably uh had to deal like uh drive a chuck wagon things like that so you you've taken cattle to the corral you would know that uh, Mabel has a shop nearby. Um, she's an older lady, uh, very muscular. Uh, she looks like she's in excellent shape. She can drag a whole side of cow on her own. Uh, she runs the, the biggest butcher shop in the town. I was, yeah, I was going to head over there and ask her if anyone's come by, like needing tools for a certain job. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Purdy, are you going with it, or do you want to go to the can-can? Uh, I guess to keep things safe, uh, let's go two and two, so I'll follow Vint with him. And, I'd, and like before I leave, did he ever actually eat any of that food there? He did not. Okay. I'll say, uh, before we leave, Bo, you do me a favor and you eat... Uh, me a couple pieces of that jerky right now. I'll buy you another bottle before I leave. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> You're the best preacher I ever met. He goes and he grabs a, the jerky and he takes a couple bites, starts chewing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just want to watch, make sure everything's all right. And as long as he eats it, swallows all that kind of stuff, I'll go ahead and buy him another bottle. And I'll yep, say, he does. Rufus. Sarsaparilla. I didn't say what kind of bottle I was going to buy you, and then I'll leave. He just deflates in front of you. Uh, but yeah, you got the bottle of Sarsaparilla coming to him. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's start with the can can. Uh, it's not too far away. Uh, it, it's just a cutting through a back alley and then just a couple buildings down. You can tell you're getting close because you can smell the the sweet 
cloying uh, vapor uh, coming from it. It's not a smell that you associate with a restaurant. The restaurant has a, a strange smell for a Western restaurant. Uh, smells very much like Chinese food. Uh, it's very unique smelling in a setting like this. And that does hide the vapor a little bit, but that that scent is just so strong that it can't entirely hide it. Uh, from the outside, seems like just a, a normal, regular building. Uh, as soon as you step inside, though, you can tell that they've got like Chinese decorations up. They uh, really try to emphasize their culture. There's a few uh, uh, Chinese. Uh, they look like they're workers of some sort. Uh, there's a sizable Chinese population in town, uh, probably 150, 200 people. Uh, and there's a few workers here that are having breakfast, uh, getting started for their morning. Uh, there's uh, one woman that's uh, walking back and forth. She seems like she works here, but she's not actually doing any work. Uh, and then there's a, another waitress that's coming by, taking orders in Chinese, uh, bringing plates of food here and there, that kind of thing. So uh, on the way there, um, Joe's going to uh, let David know about uh, the conversation with um, uh, with with Bo and uh, that we need to sort of find out what happened in the last couple of days with him and maybe he lost them here. And also um, separately, have have people been having visions of rattlesnakes or particularly bad dreams the last few days and about being stitched together and that kind of thing? All right, I got it. Find out if the man was here in lost days. Very well, could have been. Two, hit up some of the, uh, you know, patrons of the establishment and uh spring rattlesnakes on them see how they react not like actual rattlesnakes because no thank you but like ah, what do you think of rattlesnakes like scare them with it a little bit of surprise and uh let's see how it shakes out I, i'm not a salesperson so i don't know if that's the right way that is the right way you got to get the god down and then you can build up the wall of trust to get the information across that you need. Usually information is what I use for money in goods, commerce, capitalism. So my career is up, but Joe is, is nodding very yes, that sounds very that's spot on. Sense. Chuck, have I told you that I love you? I I, I don't know if I have yet. Hey. I think you have. If not, okay. it's good to know. I love you. Put that in my <laughs> pocket for a rainy day. Uh, all right. Uh, so you have your strategy. Uh, you you walk in, and the the woman who seems like she works there but isn't actually doing any work kind of sizes you up a little bit. You can tell she's looking at you up and down, and she just nods to a back door uh, that goes into a different room. Uh, it doesn't seem like the door to the kitchen. That That's the one the waitress has been going in and out of. Uh, otherwise, you can take a seat. What do you guys want to do? 
She nodded, she nodded to us through the back door, right? Very much looking at you in the eyes and then nodding towards that door. Yes. Well, I ain't through all I go. Come on, Joe. Hey, to have a good time. Uh, you, you head towards the door uh, and you turn it and it's locked. And you hear from the other side. Nate, you old bastard, you finally shut up. I thought you were. And he opens the door. You see a uh, uh, average build uh, Chinese man. He, he's got long hair that's pulled back uh, into a braid. Oh, sorry. I thought you were someone else. Nah, just me. You all, you all haven't been here before, have you? Oh, I've been here plenty. Wink. First time. You want to give me a deception? Yes, absolutely I do. Oh, let's see. Deception, deception. Right there. Hit a uh, 60 or less. Two. It's 58. <laughs> In Australian math. In Australian uh, math. So, so, so take your jacks. How many do I get for that? 18? Five. You get five. Good go. Five. I got uh, eight. The conversion rate is what gets you. Is it every time? Listen, I mean, it's hard to keep track. Nah, it's fine. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm normally here. I, I, Yeah, come on in. Uh, we take it. Got it. Uh, he, he lets the two of you come in. Uh, and there are various beds, uh, couches, and cushions. The the smell of opium is very strong here. Uh, you see that there are lots of people lying around smoking. Uh, just make yourselves at home. Uh, Absolutely. I'll go up to the uh, wall with the assortment of uh, checkout opium pipes. Yeah. I'll grab two. <laughs> I'll slip out one of my cigarettes very discreetly, break it open, just put a little tobacco in each one. I need your head clear on this one, Joe. None of the good stuff yet. Blend in. All right. Uh, Are you guys planning on sitting by yourselves? Uh, Everyone. Mangle. Everyone's sedated. Uh, You know, it's a very muted ambiance in here. Oh, yeah. I will look around. Is uh, Manda Brothers in? Is he still around, or do he... is who still around? Uh, the man who brought. Oh us yeah, in? Uh, he closes the door behind you, locks it again, uh, and he uh, stands in the corner by the door, and he just uh, picks up a book and just starts flipping through it. Uh, I'm gonna go up to him uh, while Evans getting stuff. Like, uh, we're supposed to meet a friend here. Bert Olek, Bull. Has he been around? No. No, you're talking about the big guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see him yeah, once a month at most. He, he's not a big fan. It makes him sick, he says. He, sure. he, you don't forget a guy like that. He One time he threw up all over one of the cushions. But he hasn't been here recently? No, no, not at all. All right, thanks. Uh, I'm gonna go back to Livin and uh, enjoy. Sure, thank you, and uh, share that. 
Well, I mean, he says he isn't here. He's the, uh, you know, trip advisor. Why don't we uh, let's find it's someone nice. who's sitting here alone? Yeah, so there, there's an assortment of people. Uh, about half of them are uh, Chinese, but then there's an assortment of um, pretty much the the rest of the spread of perseverance. There's uh, African Americans. There's white people. It seems like Who's, a couple might be. Foreigners. I want to look for the oldest lady here. It is mostly male in here, but go ahead and give me a roll. Uh. Outback Steakhouse, all right. Observation. Oh, yeah. We have no. I only do Texas Roadhouse rolls. We have twenty-two audience jacks. Use at some point. Feel free to use them. Yeah, use them. Let's use them. I am going to use a minimum of one (laughs) to get my. Sixty down to uh, under fifty-two, and uh, you get one for every ten below, right? Wait, sixty down to fifty-two? It would be sixty up to seventy. Wait, my target was fifty-two. Oh, the math oh, is backwards, just like your toilet spins. All right, I understand. Yeah, the hemispheres. Yeah, it, it goes the other way. All yeah. right, we are lifting things up, and I'm used to taking things down. That's why they call it down under. There you go. All right. Well, then I use one, and my target is uh, 62, and I got a 60. That okay. is a critical success. Not a critical success. It is a success. I would like to uh, it make doubles a critical test. success. Oh, bluff. I like to try bluff test against the balladeer. So, <laughs> oh, God, Chuck. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're using observation. And what specifically are you looking for? Like, what's your goal here? You're looking for an older woman. Yeah. So I just go charm to take advantage of, of like, sell her some snake oil. No, I'm going to charm the shit out of her. Okay. Um, you know, it, it was a success. So it was. Um, who are you going to see? But our good friend uh, Blanche Freeman, Ignatius's mother. What the? God bless it. Well, I that stranger. Oh, hey. Hey, you're looking like you're having a good time today. Mind if I have a seat next to you? Uh, go ahead and sit. This that is fantastic. I, I come by, it, it's good for my bones. Oh, I imagine so. This is the good stuff here. So, uh, young thing like you doing in a place like this all alone? You're an ingratiate. Oh, you want to ingratiate? You got an ingratiate. Ingratiate, yeah. Yeah. This or an is, expression. No, ingratiate. That's my bread and butter right there. Uh, that is an Australian 29. My goal was a 59, which means that's three more jacks, and it's an extra Jackie Jack skill. So that's four jacks. I just... 
got I'm up to nine. Uh, maximum of six jacks. Nah. Uh, so what is your goal here with this uh, uh, line of questioning? Uh, Joe, yeah. you're you're here too. You can ask questions as well. Well, the, the first uh, warm-up for me. Build. Okay, I'd like to not be around. <laughs> That's fine. You can go to I, a different couch. I, yeah, I, I'm actually going to look for other Lakota Sioux people uh, and uh, see if there's any indigenous folk here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but I I don't want to interrupt um, Chuck saving Sim, so let's do that. He, first. Magic is happening over here. It's a delicate process. Uh, yeah, first off, I got to work into uh, you seeing this big bloke running around uh, by the name of the name that I totally remember. Bull. Bull. That's what I said. Have you seen that bull fella around here? Big guy. It's got a face, I hands. Don't know I think a bull. he's a real big guy. If you come around here, I'm sure you've seen him. I don't come here that often. Just every now. And oh, that's too bad. Too bad. Now, what would you say about little snakes? I don't like them. Okay, okay. Dreams here recently about him. Visions. See him slithering through your hair or, you know. Uh, in... No. No? No. All right, all right. Listen, um, I think I hear someone calling my name. You have a great day. You look lovely. I can tell it's working wonders for you. Uh, also, tell your son I didn't do it. You know. Take my leave because see what Joe is doing. Uh, yes, Joe, you asked um, uh, specifically indigenous. But, uh, yes, um, you would not see any Lakota Sioux. Uh, this really isn't the the area that the Lakota Sioux generally sure. travel through. Uh, this is Apache territory. Yeah. Um, however, there would be two Apache. Uh, Awesome. In here, if you would like to speak to them, I would. Uh, I'm gonna need an ingratiate from you as well. They, yes. of all the people in here, these appear to be the most standoffish. Okay, uh, it's gonna go real well. Oh man, let's <laughs> say uh, 33 over a 12. Did you we use some like audience a... jacks? What is that a critical failure? Like, am I allowed to use? Not if it was a success. Oh, sweet! You, you have to use can... jacks before you roll, but we have so many audience jacks. Oh, I we can allow it. Son of a bitch! Wow. I'm I'm sorry, I forgot about that rule. No, uh, no, it's yes, fine. I, I didn't know very, either. It would very much. It's okay, like Chuck. You don't know any of the rules. <laughs> I don't know any of the rules. <laughs> I would very much like to right. use. Uh, Did you have any personal jacks? Uh, no. Okay. I uh, failed all my rolls today. <laughs> you're close enough there. We'll give you the the three audience jacks. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> they have look like they've been here uh, most of the night. So they are definitely right. out of it. 
but they're still coherent. They can still uh, talk. Uh, they they seem to be almost looking through you. Uh, yeah. What what do you want? Uh, you been having any visions? Visions like bad ones. No, this. They must not give us the good stuff. Bad dreams. No visions. Any bad dreams? Ah, bad dream. There was a woman who came in here yelling angrily. I don't know if it was a dream or not. Hmm. Nothing about uh, anyone dying or being stitched together. No, no, it was a, it was an argument over faces. Who owned what face? My face, her face, their face, I don't remember. Huh. Okay. Yeah, the argument was with, it was with Lynn. Do we know who Lynn is? Lynn, Lynn Bao, the matron. Lynn Bao is the woman who runs the can-can. The woman that we saw up top? Yes. Yeah, he, he would confirm that with you. Okay. Okay. Um, I will leave you to this, uh, but uh, have... Have you seen any rattlesnakes lately? No. No snakes. Just faces. Have you heard any rattling? Even if you haven't seen any snakes? No rattling. I heard a bell. Bell? When did you hear bell? Like a big just bell now. also? Oh, just, and did, was there a bell? <laughs> no. You heard it just now? Yes, a bell. All right. Uh, thank you, brother. Uh, I'm going to go and get Laban and uh, sort of like as... Not very discreet to get him march upstairs, like kind of dragging him along. We need to go get pretty. We need to get pretty bread now. All right, all right. Hey, Abadji, uh heard a bell. Didn't uh I okay. Virgil, it. Virgil said he heard a bell too. Well. Is there a bell in town? Just that stupid shitty one in Virgil's. Is it loud enough to be heard throughout the entire place? 
I know of, and he said it wasn't. Well, then definitely spooky shit's about. Let's go get Purdy and get it handled. All right, we're going to cut to Vint and Purdy. Uh, you've made your way, uh, headed back closer to um, the the boarding house where the crime happened. Uh, that's where the butcher shop is, where the corral is, where the livery is. Uh, it's right along Main Street, uh, close to the edge of town. You you make your way back there. Um, butcher shop uh, has just opened up. It, it's getting to be around 8 a.m. now. Uh, businesses are opening. Uh, you can tell Mabel's been awake for a while, uh, but she's just now opening up shop for people to come in. Uh, she's got a young boy that uh, helps work the, the counter. Um, he, he looks like he's... Uh, 12 maybe 13 he just barely looks over the counter you see him wrapping like slabs of meat as a couple people came in to uh order uh you you see mabel in the the back like it it's an open area she's not in a separate room but it is pushed further back and there's a counter separating so you can see her working a little bit you get that strong smell of blood it's not too bad this isn't where the slaughtering happens but you still smell it from uh all the butchering I'm walking. Morning, Mabel. Why? Vint, I don't see you very often anymore. Yeah, I've been busy. But you probably know why. What I'm can here. I do you for? You want a few steaks? John can help you. Uh not not this morning. You probably heard what happened nearby. I heard some rumors, so apparently I'm not the only butcher in town. Yeah, you look a bit busy, but money answered some questions. No. And I don't know how much I can help you, though. I My house is on the other side of town. Uh, if you have any interesting folk that's come by looking for tools instead of meat. I would like some sort of personality skill. She knows you. She's going to help you. So this is going to be a narrative success again. Uh, but it's going to just decide the range of how how helpful, like how many clues you get. 18 audience jacks okay. available. And those are all for me. Did you, do you cap how many we can use per roll? I can't remember. I always forget that. Technically two, but when we have 18, how, how do I cap that? <laughs> use do, as many as you want. I'll, I'll do convince. When she asked me if I wanted six, I'll actually buy some six. Okay, yeah, absolutely, use, that'll help. I'll use three audience to die with it. Okay. A 49, I needed a 52. Just barely squeaked by. Ah, well, we don't get too many characters in our our little store here, but uh, it's strange that you mention it. Uh, I had some tools stolen from me. Stolen? Were they in the building? Yeah. She points to the back wall and you can see like there's pegs uh, all over the wall where like knives hang, hooks, things like that, saws. Um, And there's a couple pegs that are just empty. Yeah. Someone break in. That was the weirdest thing that I don't know. Maybe John didn't leave the didn't lock the door. Uh, I, I'm normally the last one out. I remember locking it, but he has a key too. It's all right um, if we take a look around. 
as long as you don't touch too much. I mean, we are working. I don't see why it'd be a problem. Sure. And then we'll take a look around the property, see if we can find something. Yeah. Uh, What specifically are you looking for? Like, not like, are you looking for a specific item, but what's your strategy going about? Hmm. Basically asking what skill you would like to use to search. Yeah. It's got observation or deduction. Probably my best. Okay. Um, Deduction would be like looking at multiple things and seeing how they add up. Whereas observation is just noticing something that like is out of the ordinary or picking up a minor detail. Either one will be fine. Okay. I think I'll go with observation. Okay. I'll use two of my jacks that I built up earlier. Oh, I rolled a 71. That's a fail. Okay. Um, you're going to start looking around. You you look at the lock. It doesn't appear to be forced. You wander around the, the building. There's a uh, the building actually connects to uh, one of the corrals uh, like they can uh, bring cows directly to the back of the butcher shop. There's a shed behind the butcher shop where they do slaughtering to keep the smell uh, further away. Um, poking around, you don't really see too much out of the ordinary. Uh, nothing that really catches your eye. And then you kind of look down and you see this is in the the back where like the corral it. It has that uh, short fenced area where uh, it just guides like a single cow towards the 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 shed. You see, uh, right next to that fence uh, is a very small set of footprints. Um, they appear to be pointed shoes, um, not like a cowboy boot, but like a woman's shoe, and it's got a little bit of a heel to it. Nothing major because, you know, the, the shoes around here aren't high heels or anything. It, people have to be able to walk in the dirt and things like that. But you look at this footprint and it it seems out of place because a shoe like that doesn't normally walk in the dust and the mud. It's on the boardwalk. Uh, it, it's something that you keep clean. It's not really meant for a worker. It's so out of place. Anyone could have walked back here. Maybe there was a cow back here. They wanted to pet it. Uh, there's a dozen reasons that you can think of for why someone would be here, but all of those reasons seem unusual. Got a set of Prince Purdy. That's what I found. Uh, Kid Purdy, uh, while he was talking to uh, Mabel, been talking to the boy. Is the boy John? Is that the presumption here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and he's like a 13-year-old boy? Yeah, around there. No, uh... So hey there, son. Uh, uh, I, would I would I have met him at any point? You you can decide if you've been in the the shop or not. It's your call. Sure. Well, uh, Maybe he came to church. Sure, sure, sure. Maybe he's friends with old Petey. Who knows? Uh, so hey, uh, hey there, son. Uh, mind if I ask you a few questions here? And uh, just kind of wondering if you might be able to help. There's a uh, ain't good folk like yourself to. Town might be in a bit, bit of trouble, and we could use uh, good, honest, honest boys like yourself to to help on out. 
Sure, I, I don't mind helping. Whatever you need. You um, see anything kind of any ordinary around here? See any folk uh, kind of coming in that don't normally come in, or eyes lingering in places in the store that they shouldn't be? Before I answer that, let me ask you: Do you decide that you do know John, or you don't? I'll say. I've seen him at church because I've been staying at the church for a while, which would have overlapped with at least a Sunday. So I probably would have aided in the, in the sermon or something that day. So I might've met him that time. So not well, I would say probably not well. Give me a personality skill. Okay. Um, and this will be, uh, uh, we're not going to quite say narrative success, but you're going to get something out of it. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and tap into my personal uh, stockpile of those. Uh, so that's going to put me, I need a 64. I just dropped my other die. I'm going to roll this one twice. Oh, that's a good one. That looks good. That's good. Oh, good deer. That's an eight. That is a success. This game. Uh, just, we don't need audience dice when just, you start, when you just get that theology at the beginning. I'm and then manipula- you, you don't need I'm very manipulative of the system. It's terrible. I feel like Joe right now. That's what it is. Uh, well, we don't get too much trouble out here, but uh, sure. I will say it was kind of weird just a, a couple days ago. Uh, that girl who always follows you around. Uh, what's her name? She She's a little little off, real pale. She, she's got that, that stare. Talking about... So it's either Shanna or or uh, or Sula. Yeah, yeah, Shanna, Shanna. Yeah, okay. Uh, she she follows you around a lot. She was here a few days ago, and she was acting real strange. Was she now? Strange how? Uh, she was just. She came in. She didn't buy anything, but she was here a long time like a strange amount of time yeah talk to you or mabel i tried talking to her i asked her if she needed help or anything she she said no uh mabel wasn't here she was out for lunch or something like that uh she was just she stood there she just kind of she wasn't staring at one thing she was just looking around everywhere sure sure you're a pretty perceptive young lad aren't you can I ask you two kind of strange questions? They're going to come across as strange, but I assure you I have intentions behind them. You know, uh, did she look injured at all? You know, roughed up? With your eight. Yeah, I guess that was part of the, the strange thing. She She had a couple bruises, like, on her face and neck. It looked like she tried to put some powder on there to kind of cover him up. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, again, this one's going to be even stranger, son. How do they keep it in the, the butcher shop? Is it just warm and stuff in here? Like, I'm not sure. Like, they don't they don't have, like, any We're in the ice. desert. Well, I wasn't sure they... if they have, like, like, stacks of ice or something somewhere for things. No, they do not. Okay. Uh... Did you feel maybe when she wandered in, it was a bit um, 
Does a breeze kind of come with her or anything? Something like that? You remember anything? Feel a little coldness? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Could be. Maybe. Now, I don't want you to answer yes because you think that's what I want you to say. I just I just want the truth from you, son. Whatever you're uh, confident in. Just whatever you're cold. confident in. It's okay if the answer's if that's the if that's the answer you're confident in, that's what you say. But I just want the truth, son. I mean, it was a few days ago, but you know, I think it was kind of because you know what it was? I noticed any points around there's a lot of flies just uh flying around i i did kind of notice that all these flies they kind of slowed down a little bit it it was really strange like especially as she was hanging out they they just kind of like flew a little slower than normal i i I don't it sounds stupid i don't even know what i'm saying i don't know why that would no no don't worry about there john it's uh it's not strange at all my travels i've seen some strange things and i heard some strange stories and uh, that that ain't even close to some of the strangest I've I've observed. Uh, you're a good good boy, good boy. I appreciate that very much. It's uh, anything else you can think of to help us out there? I mean, you've already been just an enormous help. I just I know that I I lock the door every time I leave. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't leave it open. I I don't want her to take the keys away from me. You know. Yeah, of course. Well, you're a responsible young man. I don't think she'd do that with you. She, yeah, I mean, I, I need this job. Mabel knows that, and you're doing a fine job at that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I try. I try hard. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. Well, I won't keep you any longer. I'll let you get back on to it. And uh got to speak to my associate over here, if you don't mind. You have a good day. Yeah, of course. Of course. We'll see you on Sunday, right? Every Sunday. Yeah, that's right. So Vint, you uh, meet up with Purdy. Yeah. And does Vint know? Did Vint never overlap? I don't Shanna, know. Shanna's right? she, he never met her. No, uh, he did see her yeah. when she grabbed onto Sula, but that was like a vision of her. Okay. So you, you just saw uh, a brief moment where uh, the, the demon Zeke was pretending to be Shanna in, in the last arc. Now, Shanna, you said, so assuming we both kind of share what we, learned right um did shanna wear she wore boots right she was a traveler she didn't necessarily have any kind of like women's temperance league type of shoes did she um well maybe we should ask ashley the way i remember it is that she actually lived in town Mm -hmm. and that was a reason why purdy came to town okay uh was to help her out okay so I would assume that she has an assortment of clothing okay. uh, and that she would probably wear city clothing while in the city. And then when she was traveling, she would wear boots and things like that. And I'm starting to formulate a theory here, Vint. I'm sad to say I think Shana might be uh, involved, but not necessarily because uh, she wants to. Because someone's controlling her again. What do you think, then? Well, you see, that woman you saw out in the caves, we were dealing with them Caldwell folk. That's a friend of mine named Shannon, and uh, she lives here. I came to visit her. I came to visit her because she's had, um, well, she's had some difficulties with possession in her time. 
as one of the skills in which I have some practice. Uh, that is called exorcism. And uh, you see, Shanna is uh, susceptible. She something about her, her spirit. I don't know exactly why. She was a young gal. Something might might have happened. Not sure. Like a beacon. Like a like a light that flies. Rush to demons and nefarious spirits. Rush to Shanna. And I'm wondering if uh, <clears throat> the cruelest of all them demons, old Zeke, I mentioned, has been using her as a as a puppet certain nefarious deeds. I hear you. She in town. Pay her a visit. Get the others. I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. But the one thing that doesn't actually explain, though, why the doors were locked and the tools were stolen. She don't have no key. Shanna ain't a, ain't a burglar or nothing. It is strange. Yeah. I'm starting to suspect that there might be a puppet master. Old Zeke's a powerful demon. He's popping into various folks moving around like pawns in a chessboard. Getting this done, getting that done, that fella bull. Down by the bar, wouldn't be surprised to be one of them pawns. And Shanna, maybe one of them folks we just talked to, and they might not even have known it. Innocent, good folk, just getting used. You gotta find the Zeke fella before it gets any worse. Yeah, you're darn right we do. Darn right. Let's find them other numbskulls and formulate a plan. Vint, uh, I want an observation roll from you. Oh dear. Sure thing. My 25. Something on my face. An 11 is a crit fail, unfortunately. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, oh, that is a joker. That is a joker. All right, we're going to have some fun with that. Oh, that's a shame. Look at us. We're at the end of the night. Oh, I guess that joke is going to go to waste. That's a shame. Oh. Uh. Vint. Uh before you leave, uh John signals you. I, I got your stakes here. And he's got a couple uh paper packages and he hands them out to you. Um you you grab them, and at first you see uh his sleeve is pulled up a little bit, and you see a very deep bruise on his wrist almost in the exact shape of a small hand uh, deep purple you can see fingerprints you see a palm even on there and as that happens you just a, a, as soon as you make contact with the stakes the instant you touch it you see it you hear just a bell in the background and you crumple to the ground. Purdy, what are you doing as you see him uh, just fall unconscious? Yep. Vent. And I'll get down to my knees and... Vent. 
You there? Come on, boy. Wake on up. I kind of like patting him on his cheeks and come on. There's no response. I'll look up at I'll look up at John. He's peering over the counter at him. Is he okay? He do that a lot? What happened? Is it no, 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 he get to him? No, the heat didn't get to him. No, no, no. Something else did. Something else did. So I'm gonna I'm looking around in the room. I'm looking for I'm looking at John and, and, and Maybell see if they're behaving out of the ordinary in some way, if I'm seeing them or if there's anybody they both, else. Uh appear very concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh Mabel turned around hearing the the thump as he fell to the floor. Uh, you want me to carry him to the doctor? That's yeah, okay. I can. Uh, I'll manage. I'll manage. Y'all got a business to run. I don't want to. You sure? I, I can send John to fetch the doctor if you don't want to. No offense, Father. You're kind of old. I. I've uh, I've carried a man. Carried a man before once or twice to a to a hospital bed. Don't worry. All right. If you need anything, just let us know. I will. I will. And I'm just kind of looking at them, trying to. I'm trying to get a sense. As far as you can tell, they seem like they're on the. They're 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 feeling authentic. Okay. Okay. So I will try to pick them up, kind of carry them over my shoulder. Old man. Old man strength. And I'll try to lift him up. See if I can carry him. All right. Um, before we resolve that, um, Joe and Leoben, you said that you wanted to find Purdy and Vint. I assume that you two, the two groups coordinated that uh, yeah. you were going to the. So it actually took Vint and Purdy a little bit longer to get to the butcher shop uh, because it was across town. So it would be about the right amount of time um, as Purdy is carrying Vint out that Joe and Leo Ben, you'd be just down the street. You'd be able to see him carrying Vint out. Like you're just a few houses away, uh, maybe a block or so. Vint. So, uh, Baldier, I have a, I have a question. Um, absolutely. (laughs) My three has a theory about the murder. Uh, I don't, I don't know how appropriate it is for Joe to have that same theory. So, can I make like a tactics roll to put together everything I found to, to maybe have that? What's our theory here? Uh, so my my theory is uh, my theory theory is, is that um, uh, you know Zeke's jumping from person to person. So my uh, initially it was that like. Bull is the person who did the murders. He's the big guy. He has a big stride and like he doesn't fucking know what happened in the last couple of days and was seen at the time back at like one in the morning. That kind of all tracks time ways for him to have done the murder. Um, I so that's part A of the theory. <laughs> part, part B of the theory is that he was controlled by Zeke while he was doing it. Um, so that's, that's my theory. theory. (laughs) Um, yeah, so we could do maybe a psychology or an observation, um, or we could just say that, uh, I I don't think it's unfair to say this. Zeke has already been rambling, uh, not Zeke, Purdy's been rambling about how Zeke was jumping 
mm-hmm. from body to body. <laughs> Zeke Purdy, they're the same person. How? Uh, <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> uh, but Purdy was already saying that he was jumping around. You were on edge, like you ready to join the cult of Purdy. Like you believe. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm so ready to join happening. the cult of Purdy. Yeah. Um, you'd also you've spent time with Purdy. You can tell asking a line of questions. He may be asking a question, but he's getting at something else. He did yeah. the same thing with Bull. Uh, so you would be justified in feeling suspicious of him. I don't think that's entirely unfair to say that you have an inkling of that. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, so Joe and Leobin, uh, you're a few houses down, uh, a few buildings down, uh, as Purdy is carrying, uh, vent, uh, out of this butcher shop vent. You heard this bell and you collapsed. You feel like the floor just fell out from under you as if you're just falling into a canyon. You look down, you see the ground, you're a hundred feet or you're hundreds of feet in the air and it's coming fast. You start flailing. You uh, are going faster and faster as you pick up momentum you already see the vultures they're already circling just around there you're about to fall right into the middle of them you're going to be a meal for them hit the ground it goes black agony courses through your pain you feel like you have died all over again barely open your eyes somehow you survive this fall you look down your neck has been twisted you're looking at your back right now you see that your arms and your legs are mangled they're all in horrible decision horrible positions you see bones are sticking out of the flesh and those vultures are slowly circling down even more closer and closer to you collapse backwards you can't hold your neck in that position because it's broken it's amazing that you could even lift it in the first place how are your muscles still holding your head up like that your head falls to the side and you see that cauldron the one that you saw in your first dream the one with the the celtic patterns around it except this time it's marred by the the knives and the axes that you took to it the last time you saw it in person it's still got those same scars and it's it looks like it's been burnt there are parts of the face that have been melted uh the the faces on the sides have been melted one of the legs has been broken entirely off so it's kind of off angle that allows you just barely to see inside you see that there's just there's no salt like there was when you saw it last. You, you, there's no body in there. In your dream, it was full of blood. There's just nothing in there. These vultures are coming at you. They're biting at you. They're pecking at you. They're ripping your flesh off at this point. You can't think of anything else to do. So you just start your broken limbs. You start pulling them forward, just trying to 
get towards the cauldron. It's the only thing close to you. You feel the bones grating against each other. You feel them piercing through the flesh over and over with every inch that you pull yourself closer to that goblin, that cauldron, because there's nothing else around. Finally, seems like it's been ages. Your intestines are pulled out of you by these vultures. They're dragged behind you. Look over, not over your shoulder, but also over your shoulder. They're going for yards away. Uh, It's just a trail of how far you've gone. It's taken you so long. These vultures, there's one on your head and it's still pecking at your neck. You reach up towards that cauldron. You pull down the lip. And you just see that there is a body in here. And it's your body. It looks like it's been bent and broken and contorted to be shoved into this cauldron. It has the same broken bones that you have now. The same flesh that's been ripped off. And that's where we're going to end the session. Oh, God. You got this. It's fine. Here we go again. Can you you do me a favor? Can you stop spilling your intestines just once? Just just stop spilling them (laughs) It's a bad habit of Vince. It's getting a little ridiculous. (laughs) Constantly having to clean up your intestines, man. Come on. All right, let's do some plugs. Yeah. Uh, my tray, what do you got going on? Uh, thank you so much for having me here, first of all. And uh, thank you for letting my toy theory be Joe's theory. Uh, <laughs> more, more than that. Um, I am my tree games on Twitter and my plays games on, on YouTube. Uh, I make uh, multi system tabletop content that uh, really focuses on like the friend and person part of gaming. Uh, so, yeah, that's me. <laughs> uh, I really enjoy your videos. I can't wait for the next one. Oh, uh, I comment I'm sometimes actually, when I. I'm, I'm taking December off, actually. Um, I, and I'm scripting. That's fair. You got to take time for the holidays and everything. I'm scripting a bunch of stuff for the new year, which I'm really excited about. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Chuck, what do you got going on? Oh, that's me. I'm Chuck. Hi. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow night's Wednesday. Oh, shit. oh my shit's out. Get over there. It sounds weird. It sounds weird without the accent. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm Chuck. Tomorrow night, Wednesday, 9 p.m. Central here on Defender, oh, over there on Defenders of Cobalt. Uh, we're going to be, be doing a Dragon Bane one shot using the demo rules. Uh, Jeff will be there. Stephen will be there. The rest of the Wednesday crew will be there. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I did actually do some prep work on it today, so it's going to be uh, something. Uh, what else do we got? We got the uh, sad. No, Friday. Friday is it? Friday we're doing a uh, mouse ridder one shot. Uh, shopping mall gone wrong for mice. It's going to be fantastic. That's at ten p.m. And Saturday, there is a Saturday, 9 p.m. Central over on Grim and Perilous Plays, uh, Mutant Crawl Classics, uh, Evil of the Ancients. It's going to be great. Introducing some of the GMP crew to MCC for the first time. Uh, and that's it. I think uh, my Trey, Stephen, and I got something going on on Sunday. 
because uh, Stephen is a bully and is destroying my personal time. Uh, but it's all right. We got John to run. We're going to be doing a uh, session zero for some Pathfinder second edition. Are we streaming the session zero or are we going to uh, do that non-streamed? I don't know. Session zero is a little boring to watch. May not. And then it'll be whenever we play next, we get into it. All goblins, all fun. Oops, it's going to be great. Oops, Oops, all goblins. All goblins. <laughs> uh, that's what we got. And I think uh, Jeff and I got steam, steel and murder Sunday night. That's uh, day okay for the rest of the week. Or one out for scout. Uh, Jeff, out. what nah. are we doing with uh, a <laughs> scout? Yeah. What are we doing with Lolly Scout. No, the dog's still fine. I think I think everything's was fine. With that. Hey, best oh, scout's doing hurts. well. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do Fry. you still call him best scout? Yeah. He's yeah. only scout now. It's still just uh, positive reinforcements important. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for us here, Friday, uh, we are back to Regency Cthulhu, uh, thirsting for Cthulhu in the Regency Jane Austen era. Uh, you can see uh, everyone but Chuck uh, in that game, everyone here but Chuck, uh, and other people. Uh, and not only that, but we're going to be giving away our next set of Norse Foundry dice that night. Uh, so we've been giving away uh, sets of, of, of polyhedral dice and big old boulders so we have another set to give away uh on friday so come back uh for your chance to to win another set of those uh saturday we're going to be doing some one ring you can see long you can see steven that as well uh, and then monday we will be playing some holler for savage worlds uh and chuck will be in that game uh, and i will i'll be playing double day yeah you can learn what the d stands for uh hey which is great <laughs> yeah. took us like 14 episodes to ask that question uh yeah and then i loved your answer to that it wasn't so what i expected it would be but it was perfect it's instant too uh which is funny and then tuesday we're back here back here uh we only have two more episodes of this mm-hmm. so be sure to come back we've got a couple suspects now so we've narrowed down our investigation um and everybody Everybody. Yes, we've narrowed it down to everybody. And only on that last episode, remember, we are giving away a copy of the Haunted West book. So please tune in to join us for that. Absolutely. Uh, And with that, we're going to go ahead and raid uh, Insomnia Night RPG. They're playing a different Weird West game. They're playing some Deadlands, which Chuck and I played for a while uh, for the last last year. So uh, so we're going to go ahead and raid them, get some more Weird West TTRPG stuff. Have a great week. Thank you so much, everybody who threw out a ridiculous amounts of bits and subs Thank tonight. You. you all were crazy and it was so much fun. Thank you so much. Uh, but bye-bye. Bye. Bye.